I'm Emily. Welcome to the Doodle Me Show, where I chat with awesome creative entrepreneurs every week. So today I have Tina from Apology Guides as my guest. And I'm really excited because I discovered Mapology Guides last year when I was at Papersmiths in King's Cross. I was having a bit of a hard time, wasn't that happy, and I happened to to find these lovely maps that I felt talked to me. So they have uh, subjects like who are you, make it happen, overthinking and they are beautifully illustrated and I just fell in love then I tagged Tina on Instagram and we got chatting she offered me some help and we've become friends ever since and I love the brand so welcome to the show Tina can you introduce yourself for the people that don't know you and your business yes hi Emily I'm very very happy to be here thank you so much uh, for inviting me and yes, I also love how we met. Um, it was obviously meant to be, which is always yes, thing. totally. Um, and thank you, Instagram. So uh, yeah, my name is Tina, and I'm a founder uh, of Mapology Guides, which are illustrated self-help maps for life's journey. And I say I'm a founder. I am a co-founder, actually. I had a business partner when I first yes. started. Um, and then after about a year or so, um, we split amicably. It just wasn't right for him. And um, and yes, so so we're still in very good contact. And that's nice. Uh, sometimes, you know, those stories aren't so nice, but my story is nice. And also, I'm not sure I could have started it without him. Um, it was very, very complex to do it. We didn't have a benchmark. It was an idea that I had on an uh, H4 sheet of paper that I presented to him. And I said, would you help me start it kind of thing? So uh, that's how it began. And um, yes, and uh, I've been going since uh, 2015. Oh, that's really good. And it's really good that you've split amicably and maybe you can still bounce ideas or chat to him about the maps and um, well so I'm really interested in the journey that led you to set up Mapology Guys because I know that there is a bit of a story behind how you got your idea for the maps. Yes um, I mean do you know it was in the making for 10 or more years I would say it's yeah. You know, I'm a designer and uh, I spent many years in psychotherapy, uh, in fact, 15 years in one-to-one and five years in group therapy. And I remember when I was in therapy, I felt there was very little color to things. And, you know, all that is true. Yeah. I mean, all books, self-help books are, you know, books with lots of words. It's all black and white. There's no, you know, visuals. And I've always believed in visual design. So... I think over the years, I knew I wanted to combine my design skills or my knowledge, uh, design knowledge with my um, self-help, psych- you know, psychology, self-development uh, yeah. kind of thing. But I, it takes time. It is not obvious. I think now when somebody looks at it, they go, oh, yeah, that makes sense. But it just didn't make sense to me. I also have always been map obsessed. It's been something I've had for a long time. 
And so slowly, slowly, you know, the idea grew in me. And uh, I didn't know the format in the beginning. But uh, mm-hmm. as I said, in the beginning, I wanted to do actually A3 uh, fold-up maps folded to A6. But we realized that if we're going to use illustration, uh, we need more space. And so we wanted it to be more visual and less content, less text. But of course, uh you know, you learn all those things. So we decided on A2, which is absolutely the right size, I think. And then it just took a long time to understand paper and how it folds. And that took about six months. And, you know, things just take time until you release a product. And we released a product. We released a series of three. Uh, we we tried out different things. Two flopped because one was on pets and one was on gift giving. But our What's Bugging You, which was um, the map I really wanted to do because I was really into self-health. Yeah. My uh, ex-business partner wasn't, so there was a there was a bit of a telling tale. Um, that was yeah. success. So uh, I you know, went back to the board uh, and I regrouped. And then in 2016, I think it was July, we had, you know, we worked on two further maps and then we had our first series. And that's when I started marketing properly kind of thing. Right. Yeah, because I feel like it's a kind of like a chain of events that lead you to, you know, to get to that point where you want to uh, to make something. So I think like with you, all of those years in therapy helped you to want to create something in your own style and that you felt like could help someone in your own way, which is really cool because I love um, the way they are so visual and for all of us creatives it's just you know sometimes you just don't want to read a whole book so I love that is um that you can go back and refer to them really quickly and just looking at the illustrations makes you happy I think that's what uh, when I when I when I found the first map and I opened it and I just felt like an instant happiness seeing all these images and short bits of text that that you can just read so quickly and yeah, um... that's exactly it. And also as somebody who has spent long term in psychotherapy, which, by the way, I, you know, I promote heavily. I think a lot of people yeah. uh, can benefit from going into therapy. But I I also feel I wanted to inject some fun into them. So though it's yeah. serious and of course, a lot of mental health um, conditions and, and, you know, I, are very serious. And I myself suffer from anxiety and and. I used to have an eating disorder when I was much younger. So I I do understand. I've been through it myself, but I do believe that we can inject some fun into even our our problems, so to speak, you know, or our challenges. And so that was a very important part for me as well, that the visuals are sort of um adaptable and people recognize themselves in 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 the metaphors and they can also laugh a little bit because I think that's the best way to go through life to also uh, use a bit of comedy and uh, we've just seen it in Ricky Gervais Afterlife for anyone who hasn't watched it maybe um, take a look and I haven't yeah. I haven't watched it yet yeah it's brilliant because it touches on on subjects like you know loneliness and and suicide and 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 you know losing people uh, but there's so much humor in it and it's it's just wonderful it's a wonderful combination it 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 yeah it was absolutely wonderful it's three series 
And the third series, which uh, was just released recently, uh, it's the last and that's the right thing to do. So it's finished. Um, for anyone who wants to watch it, it's um, it's brilliant. I, I do recommend it. So I do believe that, you know, self-help and personal development doesn't have to be taken so seriously like, you know, a lot of other things or books or other establishments, you know, take it very, very seriously. And, um, and yes, I think uh, with a lot of play and a bit of fun, uh, you know, we, we can also laugh at ourselves and go, oh, my God, yes, I suffer from anxiety and so do millions of others. And um, we are all on this journey together. So, yes, I'm happy yeah. that I spoke to you. So. Yes, totally. And I think, you know, they say uh, an image has a has a, a thousand words and you can, um, you know, you can feel and so much through an image or a fun illustration and, you know, and it sticks with you as well. So that's that's really great. So I wanted to ask you also about the process of making the maps, because I know it's quite a collaborative um, process and you you like to do it together in your home or in your home office so can you tell us a bit about how the maps get created yes so one of the most important aspects about creating our apology guide is a brainstorming day which is traditionally held here at my apology guide hq which is also my home uh, yeah. <laughs> I invite a writer and an illustrator to create them with me. And, uh, you know, I've always believed in, in collaboration. And I think that's where the magic happens. It's not one head, it's three heads or more. Yes. Uh, and so, yes, what we do in that day, we unpack the theme that, that we're going to talk about. Uh, and then we try and repackage it in a mapology guides way. And there is a certain way a mapology guide gets created. We use metaphors. And the challenge for me was during the pandemic, because, of course, we didn't um, meet up. Um, and so a lot was done over Zoom. And I, I'll be honest, as a creative, I decided towards the end of last year, when I wanted to do new map, that I really don't want to do it over Zoom. And yeah. um because it just doesn't work the same way. You know, you need to be in the moment. You need to look at people. The ideas need to flow. And Zoom is not the perfect vehicle for that. Although, of course, we're all very grateful for technology and yeah. Zoom during the pandemic. Um, but I know that brainstorming has to happen face to face. So I'm very excited for a new map to happen, hopefully in, uh, starting in February. And uh and we'll we'll meet here again and you know there's a lot of food there's a lot of laughter there's a bit of tears sometimes and we uh -huh. will share our experiences uh depending on the theme and uh yeah it's a lot of fun and then we go away and each one does what we need to do and and we work on it together until it is ready and then it gets printed and you know published so yeah and do you and you normally use like you use different illustrators for different for the different maps? Yes, I, I and... try and use uh, uh, different illustrators. Sometimes I will use uh, somebody I've already worked with. It just depends. As I said, during the pandemic, it was all a bit harder and uh, doing things over Zoom. So um, you know, there are some some illustrators I will work uh, with again. But, but yeah. yeah, the idea is they're all very different. And I think if people look at the 13 um, apology guides, which are around, 
they all have a very different style um, and uh, you know and that's the beauty of it I think because people hang them as posters so they are all very visual and some people just like I mean I'm sure people read them before they um, hang them as a poster but what I've heard from feedback because I get a lot of emails they say you know we hang it as a poster so every day when we pass it it sort of it, it sort of goes into the subconscious you know so they feel it's working on them but not literally while they're sitting down reading it or writing you know in their journal about it so so that's quite exciting for me as well you know and as we know self-help and self-development and all these things are long-term and they're bite-sized and you don't get results you know in a day by by reading something it takes time to filter through and so that's you know that's something I like about apology guides you can use a lot of them over and over again um, and learn something new and discover something new and they're great uh, conversation starters you know a lot of coaches and therapists use them with their clients because they make great conversation starters. Yeah, and they are also quite cool to look at with your kids and talk a bit about feelings with your kids because sometimes, you know, you tend to not do that so much. So when you, for example, I have, that have boys, you know, you it's much more, it's easier to talk about about something like this with them through looking at a picture and looking at a fun illustration and then you can start conversations that way. Absolutely. Because, um, cause, because boys totally hate, like, when you ask them questions and you just, you know, like, you sit them down. or So they, they, they're much more conversational when you're looking at things or doing something or an activity together. So when we were looking at the... We, I think we looked at the overthinking map together and it's got like a really nice um, illustration of a fanfare. So they love the illustrations as well. So I think it inspires them as well as talking about the subject. So Yes. And, you know, uh, a lot of people that, that buy them online are teachers, actually. And uh, oh, okay. so I know they're used by a lot of teachers also. And I think exactly for that reason, because, as I said, they are great conversation starters. And I don't recommend uh, somebody, you know, I would say a map is for some 17 plus, you know, if some yeah. very mature, maybe at 16, they can read it by themselves. But if it is, you know, a, a sort of child or teenager below, then obviously it's better to to do this with a parent or, or a carer or a teacher or someone. And I know that they're used a lot for that reason, as you said, also with your boys, that sometimes if you want to talk about emotions, feelings or something more challenging, you can look in an illustration, say, you know, how does this illustration make you feel or what do you think about it? And, and, and you know, it's they're great conversation starters, as I said. And, uh, yeah, so that makes me very happy that they're also used by parents um, and teachers and, 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 you know, people with, 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 younger, with younger children. So, yeah, and, I, and, I, and like you said, I love that they have a different styles, so they kind of work together when you see them all together, but they're also quite individual in their style and their theme, so it's really, it's really a good, good combination. So um, talking about business, because I know for us creatives it's really exciting to create a new product or a new idea, and when and we bring it to life and then it's like okay how do I market this how do I make money and because 
obviously we have to eat. Uh, so I wanted to know, like, how have you found growing it into a business? Because I know you, you're super excited about the creative side. So, yeah, tell us a bit about how's your journey, like growing it into uh, into a business and taking them to shops and and places. So right from the beginning, I targeted shops because I felt that was one of the only ways to sell something. You know, yes. shops are always a very important part of any product journey, you know, in terms of, of sales. And it really depends. You know, my project guides is a challenge, a more challenging product than a lot of products that are out there. So if I take, for instance, Doodle Moo, which you know I love and yeah, thank you. <laughs> wonderful in so many ways. Um, but if you think, for instance, one of your posters that says, um, you know, you're you're fierce as a woman or, or a woman warrior or something like that, you know, uh, at the moment, I think that is very much the trend, you know, when we talk about affirmations and we talk yeah. one words. And so I think the consumer is very used to that and, and finds that um very comforting and 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 you know i think they are maybe an easier sell than an apology guide an apology guide requires a little bit of um wanting to uh, look in the mirror so to speak and and maybe uh look at something that uh, you might want to improve in and so that is uh harder and also in a shop i think they do really well if people uh you know, have a display copy. And so they allow the customers to sort of open it up and have a look at it because it is not obvious from just looking at a mapology guide what it is, because it is like a folded map, you know, and uh, you cannot just explain it, although the, the cover and the title will explain overthinking, but yeah. you, you don't quite understand what's in it and how it works. So Yes, so so it works best. I wish shops would have more space so they could actually uh, display them as a poster in a frame because I know yeah. pop-up shops that that really works. People look at that and go, wow, I love that. What is that? You know, And then they want to look at the product. But if you only have a few seconds, then you know, I'm competing with sort of a greeting card that says whatever, um, and that is quite obvious. Uh, and, and a mapology guide just takes a little longer to get to know and understand what it's about. But, you know, there's many avenues to sell. Um, we sell in gift boxes, in subscription boxes. Um, and as I said, we sell sort of to schools and, and other, you know, other avenues. And uh, so, yes, as a business, of course, it's grown. Uh, I was very happy that in 2021, I think in September, uh, we launched um, a puzzle. In fact, I... Oh, yeah, I love the puzzle. Well, so, yeah. so Gallison, who's a wonderful, wonderful um, sort of stationary gift shop puzzle sort of company in New York, uh, they kindly yeah. approached me. And um, so we had our gratitude map uh, that was uh, published as a as a puzzle we have our who are you map that is published uh, as as a puzzle and actually this morning i have just yeah. received from the distributors um a box of the new puzzle which is our very latest map which is called uh how to choose uh, a brighter tomorrow 
And, oh, amazing. Uh, that's been now turned into a puzzle, which actually is quite exciting because they've taken three or four elements, which they've made into a mini puzzle. So you've got smaller puzzle sizes within the bigger puzzle sizes. They're all 1,000 pieces. So they're sold all worldwide, which is very exciting. So I, yeah, so there are different avenues um, for Mapology Guides to grow. If, if that makes sense. So it's not just a traditional sort of I'm selling the maps. So now we've got puzzles, yeah. there'll be other things. And uh, yeah, so slowly, slowly, you know, it is a, a slow, uh, is, is it a success overnight? Absolutely not. And uh, I need to say that to anyone who is a creative who maybe is creating their own product from scratch. Uh, sometimes yeah. it's a runaway success. You know, if you've got the market right and the audience right and the product is right at the right time, you know, it can be. But often it is a longer process. So I'm very uh, aware of that and I have been from day one and I'm absolutely fine with it because I think there's a lot of mileage and I'd love to do 500 maps. You know, my vision has always been uh, to be the ladybird books of the 21st century. So, um, yes, I'm very excited about the future. And and that's what gets me out of bed every single morning. Uh, that's really great. I love that. I love that you are expanding the product into puzzles and other things, because I think, for example, for a puzzle, it's really, really, uh, it's really appropriate because it's so visual and then you could actually leave the puzzle made and have it framed or something like that. So um, I would love to get a puzzle. That's my next my next thing I'm going to get. And um, yeah, no, I love, I love that. Um, I, I can really see them in other products, even like mugs maybe with the covers or because it's got so many illustration um, bits that you can take out and, 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 and make into, into something else. Um, as a little reminder, like in your desk or things like that. And what about like marketing and social media and all of these things? Have you had to learn on the go or did you know a little bit before you set up Mopology Guides or has it been like also like a learning curve on how to, you know, market the product? Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, I came to it when, you know, I, I sort of um, started my apology guides, you know, I think when I was 50, like it was my 50th birthday present to, by that time we had the name and everything else. And um, it was very exciting. So, of course, I'm a little bit yeah. experienced, but I was always in service industry. This was my first product-based business and a product that I create from scratch. So, uh, you know, I, I did not have, uh, you know, I think I started social media in 2012 or something or that I started blogging in 2012. I can't remember oh, okay. Instagram, but yes, everything has been a learning curve and some more than others. The only thing I will say that as a designer, I, you know, I know how to do sort of Photoshop and I still use Quark, I mean, or InDesign, whatever people want to call it. Now. Yeah. So that has been obviously easier that I can sort of do my own things and I don't need to add yeah. everything. But in terms of, um, you know, whether it is social media or, or uh, digital marketing, I had no clue about, um, you know, Facebook ads or whatever. So that's all been a learning curve and, and you have to go with it, you know, and sometimes it's exciting, but sometimes I have to be honest, it's, you know, I'm fatigued sometimes because 
you know, I wear all hats from creator to, you know, of the, of the maps, uh, to, to, to publishing, to, to printing, to marketing sales, you know, and, and everything else that goes with it, social media. And, uh, and I often, you know, what I've learned in so far in the years I've been doing it often when I try and outsource something, it's yeah. actually not worked well. And that's, I think, <laughs> a big problem for us creatives and for people who, you know, when we create our own product, because people that we have sourced to kind of, you know, don't maybe not just not understand it, but they just think all products are the same and they're not. So uh, another big lesson uh, that I've had to go through. And so I tend to outsource less and less, to be honest, because I find when I, do the things they work much better than if I outsource anything so so yeah that's just part of you know part of the journey I suppose but I I don't mind and you know the great thing about small businesses or creatives is we all like I know I call you up right Emily and I go yes yes how do you do this I know you've done that or vice versa you know and there's lots of people to ask there's lots of um groups you can join and um you know, it's it's a pleasure to be around uh, sort of founders, especially female founders. And as I said, there is quite a bit of help there. But yes, it is, you know, I sometimes do 20-hour days, you know, depending what it is. Um, so, yes. Yeah, we, we definitely wear all the hats and definitely have learned so much doing, uh, creating a business. So when I, when I started I didn't know much about Instagram, social media. I actually started with zero followers. I had, I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know you had to spend like 40% of your time marketing. Um, yeah, I think it's interesting though, because, because you're forced to learn because we don't have maybe the massive budgets that other people have. So I think, you know, in I don't know in the space of four years or five years I've learned so much so now like so I think that's really even though it's hard and sometimes we work a bit too much it's also really good because it's you know you're learning and learning every day something new that you have to do for your business and then it will get easier I guess to outsource when you know what you're doing or when you know what to expect from other people that are doing it for you in the future, I guess. <laughs> oh, well, yes, I mean, you're absolutely right. And, you know, it's always about finding the right people and, and yeah. find the right people. In fact, I found awful people, so that's there. But anyway, that's just uh, by the by. But, you know, everything is a learning curve. And I'm somebody who I see a silver lining in everything. And so I just, it, it, it sort of makes me even more, hungry to to do well you know when I come from one of the bad experiences and think okay fine you know I'll take my reign and the reason for outsourcing often is because I want to just relax a bit you know and think okay somebody else is doing whatever um so the best outsourcing well it's not outsourcing it's more licensing but was the the, the collaboration with the puzzle company you know because it was wonderful we worked together to get it to the stage where they could go and and uh, make a puzzle out of it and and then you know all the distribution is done by them i personally we don't sell the puzzles uh online 
uh, because it's just very different to selling the maps. So the logistics oh, okay. are very different with the postage would be very different. And, you know, it just would be too complicated. So, but, um, you know, people can Google them and, and find them, you know. So, uh, yeah, so, so that's those sort of collaborations I'm looking for more. And, and, and just also they, they were wonderful to work with. You know, it's, it's such a joy when you work with fantastic people um and the same with the maps by the way you know some some teams and collaborations have been better than others uh, and it is such a joy when i get it right and you know the three of us really gel and it's a beautiful collaboration and and yeah it, there's nothing nicer for me than that so but as i said yes. I've got many ma maps to do in the future so hopefully uh you know i'll get it right every single time but you know without failure we wouldn't yeah. be where we are. I really believe in failure. And although I give myself sometimes a hard time when I fail, um, you know, but I think it's good to fail in, in many ways because when you fail, you can learn. And if you don't fail, I think, you know, that's a bit odd. And I don't think people like that learn. That That is so true. Failure is yeah we we need that um to learn and to maybe make better decisions next time or to change the way we're doing things so no i totally agree with that and i do give myself a hard time as well but we learn so much from it and i love that the puzzles are outsourced as well because that gives you enough another space to do to keep doing your maps and developing what you want to develop so that's really good. Like I source a few things as well like that. And uh, so do we know what the subject of the next map is or is it a secret? It is a secret. I do know. I've known for six months. <laughs> oh, okay. <I> want... <laughs> okay. So watch out for the next map. Yes, guys. it is. It is appropriate for the times we are living in or have just gone through, I think. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited about the new maps. And it's interesting because I... You know, when I think of a theme, I always think, obviously, about, you know, will people buy them or not? And, and that's always uh, a difficult choice for me, because I know that if I were to do a map, let's say, on fear, you know, I think yeah. it would sell really well. But I also try and do maps where I think I've got something additional to say or something different to say, because, you know, what I don't want to do is just sort of bring out all these maps where you can actually Google the subject matter or get a book and you know what I mean? Like, because they're yeah. different uh, because we do the visual and we use metaphors. I do feel, you know, I, I want to choose subjects that are wide ranging, but, but yes, there, there is a map for everyone. You know, I never find a map. And sometimes people ask me what are bestsellers. It's actually very difficult for me to say what is a bestseller because different shops, different, you know, honestly, sometimes I just look at the sales and I think, oh, my God, that map went really well. I didn't think it would maybe or whatever. So and that's the whole yeah. point of it. You know, I will never be able to, you know, get it absolutely right and, and do one that like millions would buy and whatever. You know, it is just yeah. there's a whole range for people and there's something for everyone and that's how I see it great and do you have a favorite one a favorite map or I guess you can't say it's like you can't choose a favorite child it's exactly exactly <laughs> I don't, okay I just thought aloud they're all born 
like from nothing from an idea you know so yeah they, they're all sort of uh, my favorites I would say I know this sounds a bit sort of cliche but I I'm yeah I, I I can't really say I have but I probably if I had to sort of look at something uh, yeah. you know creating I created three maps in the pandemic you know since the the first lockdown and yeah um you know that was sort of more challenging I think you know, my heart is a little bit in a gratitude map because I'm a very, very big believer in gratitude. And it was that was made uh, just, you know, as we just on the first lockdown, I suppose, in 2020. And, um, and I just think the subject and the theme in everything to do with the pandemic, you know, it, it sort of just is at the moment, very much up in my head, because because of that but I I can't say it's just my favorite map it's just something that stood out because of you know where we were at if you know what I mean and uh, we were all pretty sort of high in our emotions and everything else and I just yeah I just felt gratitude had really come into its own I don't know whether that's still applicable by the way I think people have gone back to their old ways but back then I felt people were more in tune with their emotions because we'd just gone through this yeah upheaval Definitely. No, I love the gratitude one as well. And I should actually practice a bit more gratitude every day. <laughs> so I'm going to go back to that. But I've got, I think I've got five maps and I love them all. Oh. I really, really love the illustration of the, um, of the fanfare. Just yes. because it's so, it's, it's so fun and nice. And yeah, I just love it. Um, so now I have like three quick questions to kind of finish off um uh so what would be your ultimate life advice wow Uh, (laughs) my ultimate life advice okay so okay i'm gonna i'm gonna say a few if you don't mind because i think okay well if i had to do one i would say be of service to others oh that's that's great my overall life advice. I think a life lived just for yourself is not as enriching as living for... So I always call myself, um, you know, I'm I'm a servant to others. So even in my apology guides, it's about helping people. You know, for me, it's it's just maybe, you know, I want people to build an emotional toolkit as they sort of navigate yeah. their way through life. And so that's where my apology guides comes into. I want to help them with that. So for me, it's always been about service to others. Um, and as a result, it makes me feel good. Or during the pandemic, I mean, I've just stopped, but after, for the past 18 months, I volunteered for uh, a food bank um, sort of charity that, that you know, we, we sort of supplied uh, food to food banks and things like that. That was really important to me during the pandemic when I couldn't do, you know, I mean, I worked all the time, but I did have time. I didn't go out or travel or anything like that. So and also it helped me with finding a bit of community at a time when I was feeling a bit lonelier because I live alone. So do you see what I mean? So it's a two way thing. People think volunteering or doing things for others is like so altruistic, but actually as I said, in the pandemic, being part of a community to help people uh, get food was really uh, enriching for me and very important to me. 
Um, and uh, yeah, I would recommend anything like that to everyone. So that's the first thing. The other thing I would say, you will laugh at this, I would yeah. say be grateful for one thing every day. Just, just yes, you know, just, exactly. just, you know, you don't even have to keep a journal or something. Just if you say to yourself, do you know what, today I walked, I don't know, I walked over zebra crossing at this car stopped and, and smiled at, you know, some the driver smiled at me or whatever it is, you know, I think that just promotes you know, everyday contentment, you know. Yes. So that's the other thing I would say. And then uh, be in the moment, you know. Oh, I love that. I love it. I'm very much in the present. That comes from my long-term therapy. And uh, I don't live for yesterday and I don't live for tomorrow. I live for today. You know, I'm in the present. And um, I think about tomorrow. I do think about what happens in the future yeah. And also the lot in the long term future, like uh, cathedral thinking, which is actually all that principle is in our latest map in uh, how to choose a brighter tomorrow. Um, but but I do believe in being present. You know, I I I am present, and that's very important. I'm definitely trying to practice that as well. <laughs> uh, I love those three. I love it. Um, yeah, I am often on my phone and my husband is telling me to be present. So, um, yeah, I'm trying to practice that a lot. I think we're all, <laughs> we're all off on our phone and I don't have a husband to tell me that, but I'm sure if I had one, <laughs> he would tell me the same. Well, I get my phone confiscated by my boys. Oh. Now, when, we, when we're watching a program together or something, they totally take my phone away and hide it. Oh, wow. So, um, <laughs> yeah, so we're all practicing being present with each other. That's <laughs> yeah, that's, that's really great. Okay, so, and a business advice? Business advice? Um, so, yeah. I mean, depending what you're doing, start small. Yeah. Um and take baby steps and if people want a quick fix or make lots of money then that's what they should do for me it was purpose first and passion yes. second you know purpose and passion together first before profit so for me i think the money comes afterwards no, yeah. it depends what people are doing, but but I didn't start off saying I want to make millions and so I'm going to go into my apology guides, you know. Um, I leave that to sort of MBA students who get to say <laughs> what's the next best thing. Oh, frozen yogurt is really in. Okay, let's do that, you know. And then they have a yeah. strategy uh, within three to five years. But if you are starting a small business, do it for the right reasons. If you want to do it to support your family or whatever, that's all the right reasons. But start small and remember it's hard work and with perseverance you'll get there and choose something that you can be passionate about and you can put your whole heart you know against it because if you don't you'll be bored so that's my business advice and ask yeah. for help like really ask for help that's so important and don't be afraid to email people and ask for help. The, the the worst that can happen is that you don't hear from them or they go, sorry, I haven't got time or I don't know. But, uh, you know, I've always been somebody who asks for help or emails people and either gets a yes or a no. You know, there's not, there's nothing you have to do yes. and everything to gain. That's really good advice. Great advice. I really love the passion and purpose I think is what makes you want to get up and go through the hard bits as well because there's so many hard times so many 
so many times that I've said, oh my God, how it would be so much easier to just get a job. <laughs> and then, and not, you know, you kind of leave so much through your business when it's a creative business and it's something that you love. But the reward um, when you have passion for it and you love what you're doing is also so much more amazing. So, yeah, that's great business advice. And the best learning from running Mapology Guides? The best learning? Wow. Uh, you have to have patience. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you, you have to be resilient. I'm incredibly resilient. Um, so I feel you just have to be resilient. That, that's, yeah. A big thing I think that a lot of people are not for various reasons and they give up you know or they decide this is not for them or something so yes for me it's um be patient and be resilient and 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 just work hard it is hard work I mean I'm sure there are some that will tell you it isn't but in my experience it is really hard work yeah I think it's hard but Amazing at the same time, I guess. And surround yourself because... with good support, whether that's on a private level or business level. So I have really great friends. You know, I have great support around me because when times are hard, you want to be able to share with somebody. So if you're isolated, that could be quite challenging. So you know, surround yeah. yourself with good support in whichever way you can. Totally, totally. Well, I've loved, I've loved our conversation and obviously love my apology guys please check them out it's just so such um such a great concept um i wish much more people would stock them and and share them you know um so for anyone that wants to find you where can they find you um your website online. instagram yes online website mapologyguides.com instagram Facebook, Twitter. I'm not very good at the Pinterest, but you can look at Pinterest if you want. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, just just you know, different shops, and yeah, you just Google them, and you'll find you know you know what it's like if you Google, you'll find all. Yes, and 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 you can connect with Tina over Instagram, like I did. Yes, and uh, yeah, yes, that's well, you you kindly. Um, put the map you bought I think on stories and I saw it and just thanked you and then we got into a, a, a sort of little conversation on on uh, on DM right on direct message yeah but you also kindly uh, you offer my your help as well like if I needed to chat and then we arrange a meeting and we chatted through my drama that I had at the time so it was amazing it was such a good help at the time oh, thank you so much so my pleasure I liked you from the beginning and you know there was just yeah it's all it's all about you know compassion empathy reaching out that's what makes life yeah. worth living so yeah well thanks so much for being in the show and we'll speak soon and the best of luck with your podcast which i'm so excited that you started a podcast thank you so much bye bye so that's all for today and i hope you love the show to connect with me, you can find me at Instagram at doodle underscore moo. Or my website is doodlemoo.com. And you can always suggest someone that I can talk to or let me know any questions. I can always do a solo episode sometime. Thank you for listening and bye.